Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, George. Today again, we're down in Dave's basement. With another Steve Ritchie game, Williams Black Knight. Long time no see, Dave. Seems like just yesterday. Oh, wait, I think it was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, can you please start us off today with some background on Williams Black Knight? All right, Black Knight, another Steve Ritchie game, as you said. 1980, right at the end of 1980, November is when it came out. Uh, Interesting factoid from this, from Black Knight, is Steve Ritchie's voice is the voice that you hear in Black Knight. Uh, Probably a little bit of software effects in there, but that is his voice. Larry DeMar did the software. Tony Ramuni did the art. And John Kotlerick did sound, but not the speech. He did, like, the other sounds and so forth. Um, This is one of the four games, split-level games, that Williams made at the time. Uh, Yeah, but you don't call them split-level games. Well, no, they're split level. You call them level shifters. These are level shifters. Yes, these aren't. These aren't. These aren't your classic ramp game. You like corrected me in one of our yes. other episodes. Other people say no, no, that's a ramp game. It's going to ramp. No, an official ramp game has to go up a ramp and feed the flipper. These are level shifters. You go up to a level and then you're up at a different part of the playfield. So, like Flash Gordon, and uh, and some other games. Vector. Vector. Yeah, but you just don't want them to be called ramp games. Right, because they aren't ramp games. They're level shifters. (laughs) So you spoke of Tony Ramuni. He does two games artwork that I like, one that I own, Embryon and Electra from Bally. Yes, Bally. Bally in the Valley. Yes. And uh, don't forget the Alien Poker. He did some wacky artwork there. Uh, not a game I'm familiar with, unfortunately. I have that game, too. That'll be coming up at some point. Um, what else did they do? He did, uh, hmm, not a lot of faves here. Eight Ball Champ did a decent job with that. Um, but otherwise... Right, that's pretty... Yeah, pretty slim pickings. Let's, uh, let's focus on, first, Steve Ritchie. This is the second Steve Ritchie game we've done. Yes. Our last one, two episodes ago, High Speed. Mm Mm-hmm. Well received. People like it. Unfortunately, not so much for Nitro Ground Shaker. No, poor Nitro Ground Shaker. We we knew ye well, but uh, I know people just are on to other other more colorful things right now. <laughs> right, and we kind of got wounded by the fact that there was a big pinball machine announcement recently. We might talk about it a little bit later. Um, Let's talk about Larry DeMar for a minute. Because he and Steve Ritchie did two games together. And you own the other game. Yeah. Can you guess? Uh, Funhouse. Ah, uh, yes, Funhouse. Yes. Larry also worked on The Adams Family, Twilight Zone, and World Cup Soccer. So he's got a, a pretty decent pedigree if you... Look at his body of work. And Bonsai Run. Okay. Another, another great uh, brown, groundbreaking game that's, uh, what a what a heavy bastard that thing is to move. <laughs> so so let's talk a little bit about Steve Ritchie. And I don't have... 
Quiet down, Steve. We're trying to talk here. Speaking of, (laughs) uh, he did a game, I guess, in the same time frame as that. No, actually, no, later. Roller Games, one of your favorites. But he also did a lot of Stern It's one of my favorites? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That corporate-sponsored whatever that thing is? Uh, Anyway, Roller Games. But he's done a lot of Stern games, which I didn't really realize. Star Trek, Star Wars, ACDC, Game of Thrones, Spider-Man, and Terminator 2. I understand why he has such a big following. And again, I'm this is not my Ballywick, my games of choice, so I'm learning as we go. It's pretty amazing. I mean, a lot of big selling games. I also remember uh, one of the first games we did from Steve Ritchie was his first game with Superman we did a while back. That's his game, too. I forgot about that, and thank you for mentioning that. Mm-hmm. Actually, yes. You know what? It's in my notes. It's episode 18. There you go. <laughs> so you can go back and listen to our first Steve Ritchie game. Um, anything else that uh, you want to talk about uh, regarding the game? I got some other things if you don't. It's a it's a really neat three-ball multi-ball game. Um, it has a uh, It has some interesting things that they were going to incorporate into the game like other games uh do like behind the drop targets typically you have a a rebound switch behind there where they give you like 10 points or 50 points or maybe 100 points typically on on any of these games bally stern gottlieb whatever and williams but on this one there's cutouts for those switches behind the drop targets looks like there's a space for it uh, some early production they made fifteen thousand of these so some uh i think later later early productions i forget maybe early productions had the cutout Later production just had like a artwork cutout for it that uh, they were going to put a rebound switch there, but they never did for whatever reason. Maybe they ran out of uh, switch spots or parts on the MPU. I, I don't know, but they didn't do it. And it, it's strange because when you get the drop targets down, well, actually, no, I think I know why they did it. I think um, maybe because on this particular game, I'm, I'm thinking from a from the software standpoint and gameplay. On this game, there's time drop targets, so it's a hurry-up thing. So once you get one target down, the little blue jewel uh, round insert starts like uh, flashing quicker, quickly, 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 and the sound kind of goes with it too to hurry up. And if you don't get the rest of the drop targets down in time, they reset and you got to go again. When you get the drop, when you get each bank of drop targets down, it corresponds to light up the magna save on the left side or the right side. It qualifies that. So maybe that's why, because they know that typically you wouldn't have all those drop targets down to even hit the rebound, because the rebound would never get hit because the drop targets come right back up. So that's probably why, now I'm, now I'm thinking why they never put the rebound in there. I have a question. You kind of jumped ahead a little bit, but that's okay. With the targets, does it matter which target bank you knock down first in order to get a Magna save? In other words, is the top target on the right does that target bank correspond to the magma save on the right or the left? On the right. So the target bank on the upper left corresponds to the magma save on the upper left on the on the left. Right. So correct, not that, right. That is correct. that is correct. Okay. Yes. So then the other two target banks at the bottom of the play field, same thing. Left side, left magma save. One in the center, I'm guessing, goes to the right magna save. Would that be correct? That is correct. And also, uh, 
each three bank, all you need is one of the three banks to get down to make the magnet save light. You don't have to get both left side banks to make it light, just one or the other. Can we kind of go back in time for a second and sure. go back to the sounds for a minute? Mm-hmm. I'm not an arcade player, i.e. video player, but the sounds in this game... I'm hoping you could. That's his that. laugh. That's definitely his we'll, laugh. We'll get that closer the next time. Some of the sounds in this game are from video games, Robotron and Defender. Did you know that? It sounds that sounds about right because they the, the sounds are the same. That's well, what... it ties back to Larry Demar, I guess, exactly. who worked on those games. So yeah. I'm kind of rehashing probably information people already know, but there's a lineage in this game to people who later went on to other things basically that sound from defender robotron you'll hear it i think it's when you get a bank of drop targets down it makes that sound that kind of vibrating electronic sound and that's what uh that's what the you know familiar with the robotron defender the displays they look very familiar are they close to what Bally was making back in the day? The, uh, the display itself. The I mean, actual... is it high voltage, I guess? Oh, yeah, no, as... it's plasma. No, they oh, okay. use... all the games use plasma except for Gottlieb use Futuba displays, which is like a low, more of a low voltage display. I okay. think it's like 60 volts. These use like 190 volts or so. Because these look very, very similar to the games that I own. Very but, similar. Oh, yeah, it's the same display itself. The glass is the same. You can swap it over to a Bally, but it, but the mount for it is different. So it has to be mounted to a Williams or mounted to a Bally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anything else that you want to... Sure. This game also uh, has no knocker. They decided to put a bell in the game, which some people refer to as the annoying bell, like a school bell going off. And uh, I find lots of these games, when I take them in, mysteriously, they've unhooked the bell. <laughs> because You mean like a regular school bell? Like yeah. a five or six, seven, eight inch yeah. bell of yep. some sort? Mm-hmm. Single ding? Or... No, no, no. A whole bunch of ding. Like a, like a vibrating ding. Okay. No, I didn't know that either. So... Will we hear that in this game? Oh, yeah. Especially on a... Another cool thing about this game, you'll hear it on a, a two-player game. At the end of the two-player game, the highest score gets to play a bonus ball for, I believe, it's 30 seconds. I think it's software-adjustable, but I haven't gone through the software all the way. But uh, I, And that brings up another question hmm. that I had. I watched a video, and it wasn't our neighbor this time because our neighbor's video had no sound. So... I couldn't really... Why no sound? I don't know. It must be an old one or... So I watched this other gay guy. uh, I'll give him a shout. John's Arcade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's out out Western Mass. Oh, you know who that is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he did a good job. Hmm. I mean, it was only like a three or four minute segment, but he talked about how the game operates. So the first question I have is, you were talking about the timed drop targets. You knock one of the target banks of three down you have a timed amount to hit the other two targets. Can you set that timing sequence from... No. So that's a fix. Fixed. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's generous enough from what I could say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's generous. And the other thing, the uh, when you go down the left flipper in lane, it lights some mystery 
quick shot. There's a lot of there's a lot of timing in this. You know, a lot of hurry ups in this game. So it lights the middle ramp or the middle level shifter ramp, whatever you want to call it, for mystery shot. And going up there will it'll score mystery for you. Um, but you have to get it in a certain amount of time to to hit the shot. So it's uh, going to be precise in your in your shooting skill. I believe it's the same thing too. When you go down the right in flipper in lane, it lights the spinner shot. Uh, it does, but, and it goes the other way as well. For is there some kind of rollover or switch on the right hand? Steve's laughing at us again. Is there a? I can't see the the no, the, the uh, level shift. Is there a uh, switch on the top of that? This one? Yes. No. Nope. That's just a. It's a free ride. This little little slide huh. over there. Okay. Now I'm yep. perplexed because. On the video, the way I understood it, because of the flow, if it comes down that right ramp or mm -hmm. level shift and hits the right flipper, you would then, as you said, to collect, hit the left ramp or shift where the spinner is to collect the points. It lights that. But I was under the impression that if it came down onto the left flipper, you could do something similar on the right-hand side of the play field, but that doesn't be the, seem to be the case. So Yeah, there's nothing over here on this right ramp. No, I, it's again, I, I must have misunderstood. So if there isn't anything else, we should probably, as we always do, play a game and see how well or poor we do. We usually do not edit this and play 19 games. We play one or two games and... The way it falls is the way it falls. And one other thing, too. Uh, okay. This game has, just like in Fathom, it has double and triple scoring. So if you do a two-ball multi-ball, double scoring while two balls are out in play. Three-ball multi-ball while three balls are out in play, triple scoring. So if you were to explain this game to someone who never played it before and were to give them a tip or two, what would you tell them that they want to do most of? I would basically try to keep the ball up the top play field and keep shooting those locks. So those locks are lit right away. Just keep shooting around, all around the horn there, getting it to lock. Uh, and then you definitely would like to get, um, the, the, while you're up there, get those left and right drop targets down to qualify your Magna Save. And the Magna Save is kind of neat because you can actually, you don't have to be too hot on the trigger for the Magna Save. You can actually let it sort of go out the out lane, and it'll suck it back into the play field. You don't have to be quick to it. Yeah, you don't have to be quick to it. You can kind of let it, even if you space it, you can... You can kind of let it. You can kind of bring it back. And you can kind of, you can be, uh, what's the word? Um, Rescue it? Yeah, I know, but you want to be econo economical with it. Like, you don't want to just blow your Magna Save away for no reason when you, you know, you can kind of be a little late on the, on the right. factor and... Uh, I don't know. And, that's, save and that's cool, too, that you have the extra button for the Magna Save on each side of the cabinet. The other games, I think I think Pharaoh, I think, and maybe some of the other ones there, Jungle Lord, one of the other ones, I know that this game here, once you hit Magna Save, it's locked on, and it just you got to wait for the ball to settle down, and it'll drop down. It's timed, like, I don't know how many seconds. Right, I noticed that. The other games, you can just touch the Magnus save button and almost like another flipper will just like turn the magnet on for a second it'll like suck the ball out and kind of like throw it around like so and, it's not as pronounced not as pronounced but it's like an Adams family when those things turn off and on when you're on the uh, when the power's on in the middle it kind of throws the ball around it's like pulsing the same thing you're pulsing it and you can just like so you can you can uh, be a, with the economy there that way um, you know economize your Magnus save kind of thing um, and you can just use it here and there you don't have to use it all, all up at once or you can hold the ball hold it down and let it sit there and and do what you want to do with it. 
Interesting. It's funny that you said that as the number one tip because when I was doing some homework on this game and everybody's heard it a million times, this was in the bar I owned and did very well. As soon as you said, keep the ball in the upper play field, it brought back memories um, of, oh, the ball's now down below. I got to get the ball back up top because it's it gives you a lot more time in the game. And that right flip, upper flipper shot to lock the ball in the upper left, that is the shot. The right flipper to shoot in that little corner there? Yes. Yeah, that's a, I, like, I like around the horn. I like taking the left flipper and going around the scoop there, going around the back well, of the drop target. I will play you, my enemy. Go for it. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's hit this thing. I think it's funny how segmented Dave go ahead and plunge the ball. That's a horse galloping, see that? So you don't you don't think that sound is the the video sound? Uh might be, but once you, once I get a, a bank down, you'll see the sound is from like Defender and those other games. So Dave is there, just that's knocked the down the center target. That's the sound. And activated the right magna save, and he's back up top again, and he has no balls locked Ooh, as of yet. Two balls locked. No, no, he does. Two balls. Okay, missed the first one. Yeah, around the horn, maybe. Oh, maybe. Uh, not enough. Not enough. Oh, a uh -oh. Uh oh. Someone call a tech. Uh oh. Uh oh. Stuck ball. This was the uh, this is the uh, maiden voyage of this game. So. And I committed the first foul. You did. I'm a flipper. You didn't use it. Oh, they multiplier for you. Oh, that's a good backhand shot up the right ramp there. Very nice. Spinner. No. No, you get more multipliers. Second one. Right there we go. Nice. Oh. Downstairs again. Trying to make the spinner shot, didn't make it. No Magna is lit at all. And out she goes. 39,000 and 19,000. Both doing wonderful, George. Come on, there we go. Okay, Dave has got it on the upper flipper, and he's got nothing. There. He just locked the ball. So why does it do that? You locked one, yet one comes out. Why doesn't it go back down uh, to the? Well, because I got the, I got all the balls in there right now. Oh, okay. so it has to requalify. Oh, so it saves the balls from? Yeah, from when I got them before, but it had to have to requalify. Oh, uh, now do I get to take advantage of that no. as well? No, you got to, you got to work on your own. <laughs> oh, so, you can't, so the, so the machine's mine. smart enough to know that. Oh yeah, it's smart. Oh, no magnet save for me. Yeah. Up she goes. Oh, we're doing, we're brilliant at this, aren't we? Doing crapola. Okay, now. I'm not fast enough with that flipper. <laughs> I'm lame. No, it's, it's downstairs again for George. Downstairs, he's trying to go for some uh, drop target action. Nope, he did not make it in time. Out she goes oh, again. Oh, man. Wow. Not very good, dude. Not very good. Let's I'm see. going to want a rematch, I have a feeling. I think so. Oh, oh I just oh, I made it around the horn. Sweet. There we go. That's the sound. So that's from one of those video games? Yes, that's from uh, all those video games. Uh, Defender, and what's the other one there? 
Robotron. Yeah, I don't know either one of those. That's... I used to play those back in the day. Get the spinner shot. I'm, I'm too old. Oh, there you go. That. You go. Oh. Oh yeah, that takes a long. Look how long that. Oh wow. You can see the spinner's lit now, and the mystery's lit. I can go to the mystery. Oh, I missed the mystery. Where's the mystery? That uh, middle ramp. So there's a spinner shot. Lock the ball. Ball one locks. Oh, you piece of crap. I was doing pretty well there. Better, but not great. And I have a chance. Okay, let's see if I can be fast enough. Wow. <laughs> God, I'm horrible. There you go. Oh, mystery. You got the mystery. You got 75,000 points for that shot. Very nice. All right, downstairs again. Downstairs. One drop target down. It's the Oh, there you go. Oh, another drop target. Oh, yes. He's, he got the magnet save qualified on the right. Mystery score again. 78,000 points. Oh, another... Are qualified. Both managed states are qualified, and they got a and it's help George with that one here. A little assistance to George. Here you go. <laughs> okay. I like that you can. Oh, come on. <sighs> George beat me. Look at that. Oh, now you're gonna get a bonus ball. Wait for it. It's an annoying bell. <laughs> the school bell. School's on. So is that the idiot bell? Hey, yeah. Dummy? That's... Hey, dummy, you got a ball yeah. in the shooter lane? Exactly. Like, pay attention. Don't leave the game yet. You have 30 seconds to play. Or, and then you get multi-ball, too. You get uh, three-ball multi-ball. For, for 30 seconds. So, Why didn't do too bad? So in the arcade, right now, you'd be trying to get high scores to get an, a free game. And you have, like, 30 seconds to do so. But you only have one time scoring. That's what that was. Free game. No, no free game there. He's got four seconds left. Five seconds left. Bonus ball. I still have one more. Now it's gonna. There you go. Now, oh, now it ends. come on! And the game goes dead. That wasn't bad for a first time. In a now you're gonna time. match. That's your. That's your free game right there for matching twenty. Go ahead. Show us how it's Ding. done. Ding. Right. We'll do round two. Round two. How many, uh, do you know how many different phrases there are in this game? Uh, I don't know. I never, never counted them. There's one ball locked. So while you're playing, I'll distract you. Alright. How long have you owned this game? And... Um, I've owned this game for four months. Oh, so this is new. New. Yep. Oh, I don't remember you. You probably did tell us, but this is a, a, a customer's game that I did work on. Uh, he bought it. I think he bought it brand new, or he bought it. Uh, it was basically a home use only game. It's gorgeous. And then I just took it to the next level when I, I had it recently, and now it's going to be off to its new owner very soon. So he should be uh, liking this. I'm gonna I'm gonna play test a, a bunch more in this game to work on any bugs that I find. I already found already found a couple little bugs I gotta fix on it, but they're minor. Well, I don't have to tell everybody, but I will anyway. That it's another beautiful game, and Dave has done a nice job with the cosmetics so far. Uh, got to do a couple of things with gameplay, but he was rushing it so we could do this. Uh, so we could do this today, and. Uh, 
it brings back a lot of memories for me. This is a this is definitely if you want to own a solid state game from you know 80ish time frame. This is a great game to own. Oh, that's pretty good too. Three ball multiple. flashing lights. Oh yeah! Wow, I don't remember that. Oh, Dave's got multi-ball going. Three ball multi-ball. Wow, go Dave, go. That's good. Yeah, he's doing real well. Keep going. Cradle in one, Magna save on the other. Yeah, that Magna save takes quite, oh look at that, a double oh, nice. Magna save. And I think you just got the multiplier, maybe? Uh, I don't know what you got going, here. but you got crap going here. Yeah, Magnus stage lit again. Oh, backhand that didn't work out too well. Oh, okay. Oh, now it's it's going in. I like, I like the insane sun. It gets you all pumped up. Oh, this has uh, oh, one up. that keeps oh, increasing yeah. in Increase, pace. Increasing in pace. Yep. Oh, extra ball lit. That's what that is. You know, I always thought it was like a baseball sound. It's saying... That's when you get the extra ball lit now. And, oh, that's uh, what you thought it, it was? I, I thought it sounded like somebody tuning in the radio. I always thought it was like a, like a, a listen to a baseball game, and it's like the crowd is whistling. Think, I don't think there was a lot of baseball no. back in the day of the Black Knight. No, probably not. I like the Look, Dave's got a good ball going here. I don't know what a good score is, but you seem to have it going. Oh, I got it just in time, but it was too strong. Not bad. I'll take that for ball one. About uh, half, wow. a, half a million on ball one. Take wow. that, Georgie. Come get me. Okay. Here we go. Let's see if I can do this. No, I, I suck at that shot. <laughs> You gotta leave that flipper up when you, when you. There you go. Nice, nice spinner shot. Not the easiest shot in the world to get. Very nice. Well, there you go. And I locked the ball. Locked there the, we go. You got now the we targets down. There's this. There you go. Now you're keeping it upstairs like you're supposed to. And down the spinner shot it goes. Downstairs again. Mystery shot lit. You got, you got two on multi ball. You got the, the lower scoop for two ball multi ball now. Two enemies. There we go. Wrong flipper. Wrong flipper, dummy. <laughs> Left and right. <laughs> oh, what the shot. Just finish shot again, he gets it. Look at him, guy. And out she goes. Didn't break on great. Not great, but a little, a little better. Improvement. Not great, but not poor. My extra ball shot is still lit, if I can get that. Almost got it that time. So what would you consider... Not that you've owned this game for a long period of time and or played it. What do you think's a good score on this game? A couple million? Uh, a couple million, I think. Yeah. Oh, you're on your way. Oh, I just, I just blew, a, I blew a magnet state for no reason. I think your, uh, your customer's going to like this game. Um, I'll wait till I... Uh, All right, go ahead. You can... Uh, well, let's see. I'm getting mesmerized, and oh, Dave's got the Magna save. It's very pretty colors, you know. I got I cleaned all the lenses. I did put uh, incandescent uh, for all the inserts, and I and for GI, I gave it uh, warm uh, retro LEDs. 
It's sharp. It's, it's a sharp-looking game. So it looks nice, though. It looks, looks kind of stock. Backlash is real nice, too. Oh, backlash is mint on this. Everything's mint on this game. Cabinet's mint, playfield's mint, backlash. It's a real nice example of a Black Knight. Okay, so that's the multiplier, right? That's two. Yep, so I got two enemies. So two ball, multi-ball now. Oh, there's a free game, I think. Look at that. Well, that'll get your attention. Look at that. School's out. Oh, Oh, it's a free game. That's Fight Me Again. All right, we'll take that. We'll take that, Mr. Black Knight. Ugh. Oh, that, see, I was almost out. I, I sucked it back in to that Magna That's save That's pretty lane. good with the Magna save. Oh, and I got, this, I got the mystery score. Yeah, Dave rocking it. Keep going, man. Okay, go. locked another ball. I'm heading towards a million points here, I think. No, you're doing well. You're doing well. Obviously, you've got a little bit of experience with this I, game. The experience is from back in the day. <laughs> Not anything uh, recently. It's way and too it, it's like long. Riding, it's like riding a bike. That's over 30 years ago for me. Ooh, multi-ball again. Three-ball multi-ball. So, I want to talk about the, I guess, lore of Black Knight. What is it? What? What do you think? Oh, I'm gonna let you score here. Oh, go ahead. I can... What do you think of when you think of Black Knight? Uh, hmm. What do I think of? Like, uh, kind of bad guy. Kind of uh, like a White Knight's a good guy, and a Black Knight's a bad guy. Uh, All right. So like an outlaw, outlaw or gangster type. Gangster type, or you know. Right. Somebody who's not doing a, a, good. Ne'er do well. Right. Okay. It's a, I, that that would be my definition as well, but that's not the first thing I think of. And again, I might be showing my age. Okay. Ooh, here we go. Did you ever watch the Monty Python uh, movie yes. with the Black Knight in it? What are you going to do, bleed on me? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember all the lines, but that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, this is funny. You have any limbs left? Are you going to do bleed on me? You have no limbs. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Come back. Any, Challenge me. Anyway, Come back. I will. Uh, I will insert that or yeah. some line oh, yes. from there. Yes, that'd be great. Uh, but that's kind of what I think of when I think of Black Knight. What are you gonna do? Bleed on me? I'm invincible. You're a loony. Obviously, again, you know, games that didn't have, you know, property themes. Yeah, they had a lot more freedom back then because they didn't have to do any kind of. Uh, well, this fits the whole copyright thing. You know, or, King Arthur and the Round Table. Yeah. It doesn't go to that extent, but you know, it's like medieval it, madness. Let's, let's know, let, let's, here's that like... bonus count. Wow! Look at you, 1.3 million. Very good, dude. And we're only on ball two, so I really suck. Yeah, you gotta really step up your game. Yeah, well. Ooh, Ooh. down the spinner goes. Our listeners are pretty well aware of my gameplay. Oh, watch you go. This is George's chance. Okay, here's my chance to. Can I, I, can I ask you to turn yeah. that down? Yeah, sure. I'm just wondering. I'm wondering how much of our voice is coming that? across, because we're yelling. Alright, here we go. <laughs> okay, now we won't there. yell. Okay, so can I do this with... 
So I have one, almost 1.4 mil. George has 78,000 going into ball two. And he's upstairs, takes a shot at the lock. Did not make a lock. Trying to make the, the uh, drop targets before the timeout. He's downstairs now. Probably going for the spinner shot maybe. Yes, he is. Spinner shot back upstairs. And he got a little bit of a move here. There, George. There we go. And he's locked the ball. Ball comes out of there. Gonna try to lock another ball, I think. It's so funny playing this game, man. It's like I haven't played it's in like George's 30 bar. years, but well, I put a lot of quarters in this game, and it was it was yeah. 50 cents back in the day, so. And you also took a lot of quarters out of this game when you uh, collected. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I didn't get to open the machine. That was the oh, op. Oh. The op. Okay. Yeah, the op. Vinny. No, what was his name? Vinny? Vinny, uh, Louis Vinny Bobas. Louis no. Bag of Donuts? It, no, it was Lou. It was Louis. Louis, Louis Bag of Donuts. It was Louis Sr. and Louis Jr. Ah, yes. I met Louis Sr. once, and he scared the bejesus out of me. I mean, he did. Louis Jr. was a young kid. I'll never forget. He came by in... What's that? Uh, Did they own a concrete company? No. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, he uh, he had that high-end Porsche. You know, the oh, four-passenger one. 928? Was that it? Not... It was more of a family sedan than a sports car. A risky business, not that one. Uh, no, I, I'm not a Porsche guy, but whatever. He was only like in his early 20s, and he's driving around in a $60,000 car back at that time. I was like, wow, arcade business must be good. Back then. Well, that's, 19, that's 1987, 1988. Most games, for a week of play, the coin box would be overflowing with quarters. And I don't know how much is how many quarters are in a coin box when you fill it up, but I, I will, I I will say one good thing about Louis. Several hundred bucks. They yeah. fixed the machines and they kept them running well. And this game, again, I said, you know, the bar was open in 1987, and this was the pinball machine that stayed for a long, long time. That game was perfect. I mean, I thought it was a brand new game because I had been out of the pinball game for, you know, a number of years college and a little bit when I first got married but after that um, I really didn't keep up with you know going to arcades and whatever else so it was pretty you know I was none the wiser I guess is uh, what I'm trying to say but he did a nice job uh, well, I didn't do very well no, I'm gonna get this bonus ball here okay so David cleaned my clock school's in school's in school's in session shut up everybody oh no you're not allowed to say that <laughs> Shut up, everybody. <laughs> nice. Nice, George. <laughs> Isn't that what happened in homeroom? The homeroom anyway. teacher would go, okay, settle down, class. 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 Wow. What are you doing? I don't know. I must be getting something. I don't <laughs> what? know what I'm doing. What, an earache? An earache, yeah, for the <laughs> bell. That's Hence why the bell is, is not hooked up. Is there a reason why you're twitching? Bring back bad memories from high school. <laughs> Very good, David. Will you challenge the Black Knight again? I will not challenge the Black Knight again. <laughs> I really suck bad. Williams aren't your thing. <laughs> I put a lot of quarters in, and you would never know it. It looks like I played for the first 
time. <laughs> you know what? They should re they could retheme this game into uh, Small Wonder, that wonderful show from the eighties. I have no idea what that oh, is. Oh, oh, bring that up. Put that as a sound clip in this. You'll you'll see. Small Wonder. Yeah, it's pretty bad, George. <laughs> pretty as bad, bad as Thunderbirds. Uh, I'd oh, say no, it's worse. everybody likes that show. No, Small they just Wonder, don't like the pinball. Small Wonder is a little robot girl. That's horrible acting. Really, just you just cringe. As a, as a, a factoid, is uh, Steve Ritchie insisted on doing jeweled inserts for the first time on a game. This is the game that he did the jeweled inserts instead of like a flat, uh, colored plastic for inserts where the uh, insert lighting is and feature lights and so forth. He made them all like jewel, like they're faceted, and uh, this was the where? game that did that. See a little faceted? Looks like yeah, a little, oh, like a little. At, oh, look at that! Even the round ones so and all of them. So how unobtainium are those? Um, I don't know. They're they're round still, and I think they started using them uh, again. Actually, they use them a lot now, uh, but a different kind of. They're more like ribbed underneath instead of a jewel insert. So I don't know. I put it this way: I haven't really tried to source them, so I'm not sure on that one if they're uh, around or not. So for those who don't know, which would be me. Do they make a lot of replacement parts for this game? Did they reproduce plastics, back glass, play field? Uh, yes, yep. Um, Black Knight back, back glass, yes, they did a nice job. Uh, planetary pinball, um, nice mirroring back glass they, they did. They did it direct? Yep, they did a, did a nice one, did, a, did the original Justice. CPR, I believe, did the play field for this and the plastics a while back. I don't know if they're, I don't think they're still available. I think they're, they're right, a handful. But they're, they're I'm out sure there, I'm they're sure. Out there. How about the uh, caps, bumper cap? No, I don't think so. Those are tough. And the, so, a lot of these Williams games, the high speeds you, you can't really get, and the Black Knight you really can't get. Not that I know of. Um, so a lot of people are taking like a, a, a color printer or whatever, and, and getting a clear plastic or whatever, and and putting it on that and slapping it onto a red bumper cap and calling it done, and it works out okay. Um, but I don't know. Well, I, if you're in a pinch, I mean, you can't, they can't reproduce everything. Here's something that caught my ear when uh, he talked about it, and I don't think he was referring to it the correct way. Um, John was saying that he thought these cabinets were silk screened. Now, I guess my hmm. question would be, how would you do that? I. Hmm. So are, uh, it, was that. he interchanging silk screen for? I don't think they were silk screened. I, I don't make, know. I'm just saying that would make that would make no sense. I mean, unless he has other info. I mean, typically, I, how typically, would you put the cat? Well, back in the day, these were on their side on a conveyor belt, and they'd have people with a big brass um, plate plate throw it down one color oh. off to the next guy plate next color no, i understand that that's why I, i'm so just silk wondering would be it a, looks really nice it'd be a lot it'd be a lot more time intensive uh, yeah, I don't, I, project to i do think it that he way. was i think he kind of misspoke I, I think what he i think he he misspoke on what it was i mean versus he used it interchangeably i guess yeah because versus the today stuff with the the stickers it's a different product today on on a modern cabinet. It's more of a sticker situation. No, I understand. Yeah, versus back in the day, it's uh, right. Where you know. what it was two, three, maybe four colors. Yeah. Most of these cabinets don't go much beyond yeah. that. Yeah. 
No, the the process is totally different. T- We've talked about it in other shows. And you can tell in this game it ha- it has overspray like you would find if you no, throw down copper. No, it's not an exact line. It's it's feathered. Uh, and if, I understand. And if it was silk screen, you'd have nice sharp lines and everything. And Correct. it's not. It's it's a beautiful. I'm looking at the cabinet, and the cabinet is gorgeous. Oh, it's gorgeous. I mean, I mean it's only three color, but it's I'd say it's this, sharp looking. This is the the best Black Knight I've seen, and I've worked on a couple of them, and this thing is. Uh, uh, customers will be pretty happy when he gets it. See, I have no reference point because I, I thought about this on the way down here. All right, well, typically the Magna saves, the big uh, green circles, those are usually worn to crap and worn down to the wood because the ball just sits there and goes around and, and just kind of wears the crap So if you have a, dir- a dirty play field and a ball that Balls, hasn't been replaced, it's like razor blades. Razor blades, and they're, they're, so those are worn to crap. all up. The uh, bonus ladder, that's all usually worn, worn to wood. The top's worn to wood. So this is like a really nice survivor that had uh, Well, it plays to the plays. fact that they were played a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I see. Running away. You yellow bastards. Come back here and take what's coming to you. I'll bite your legs off. We have, uh, you know, Guns N' Roses, Jersey Jack hit out of the park with that. And you wonder, okay, if you're a manufacturer like Stern, okay, oh boy, what are we going to do? We have to punch back. And uh, we hit it with our A game. And maybe we have to retool our A game to go to meet that expectation of what Guns N' Roses is. Well, if you go back in time, Williams put out this Black Knight when everything else didn't even compare to it. It had three ball multi ball, it had a uh, two level game. It had speech, of course, had a lot of lot of firsts in it, and so when they put this out in November of 1980, all that Bally Bally was a big competitor to them. All they had to put out, they followed up with Frontier the same month in November and Xenon. Xenon, I think, was its top competitor to Black Knight because it had speech. One of the, I think one of the, uh, Bally's first game was speech, and it had uh, it had a ramp, it had a ramp with a, with a <laughs> no, two shot. No, now you call it a ramp. It's a, well, because that's not a level ship. That's actually that's actually a ramp. But I it's, understand. But, and it's well, I'm you know, you, I'm giving you. I know you are. It's sort of an in-between level shifter and ramp game, but uh, people, you know, there was no second play field to go to on Xenon. So Bally's really answer to Black Knight was, okay, we had Xenon, and that was their thing. And they even had uh, Suzanne, uh, whatever, whatever that one, uh, working on uh, the the uh, synthesizer and so forth on that. So they put a lot of time and effort into that, and they used uh, the Xenon figure, of course. Was that same bald-headed girl from the same from Star Trek, uh, with with uh, there, v, with V'ger. There, there are 
they're competitive. I would say that because I own a Zedon. Yeah. We, obviously, we did a show on it not too long ago. Right. But they're competitive. I never, I never gave it much thought that somebody comes out with a game. Now the competitor's time to answer it. It has to because you got to figure they're they're selling these games back in the day. They weren't selling it to, mo- to us to collectors. They were selling to distributors and to locations. So and they always had this. Uh, magazine called uh, Coin Meter or yeah, I think it's play, called Play, play, play Meter. Meter Play Meter or Coin something but I think it's Play Meter and it's all about uh, they put advertisements for the games would be inside there it's like this is going to be a real good quarter maker for you it's going to bring all the quarters in this is the latest thing and it, you know they, they pump it up so Black Knight I'm sure they did that with, with that and uh, so Xeno had to or Bally had to say well what are we going to do to say hey we're going to get quarters in our game too and here's why you don't need Black Knight you need a Xenon or a Frontier. I don't think Frontier was a, was a, as big a seller. I think Xenon would be the one to compete because uh, Frontier had no speech. Uh, Xenon... Well, a science, you know, science fiction type of game versus you know an outdoorsy theme. Outdoorsy think... theme with an annoying cricket sound. Which, well, I happen to like the game, but we differ. In I that. had two minty ones of those games, and I had to get rid of them pretty quick because it's just like great game to visit, not a great game to own. I, Frontier. I, I think it's a cool game, but I want to tell a little story. Sure. About you. Okay. The release of Guns N' Roses, Dave and I spoke, I don't know, a day or two later, and he said, Can I ask you a question? And go, go ahead. What do you think about buying a Guns N' Roses. I said, excuse me? He goes, well, what do you think about buying a Guns N' Roses? I said, you? And he said, yes. I was flabbergasted, to say the least. But I agreed. I said, wait, it's going to be out there for a while. You missed the CE that's a whole story, and go listen to the 19 other podcasts that I listen to. But the long and short of it is, Dave was interested, and that audience tells me a lot about the game. If Dave is looking to buy one at some point in time, that says a whole lot about that game. But I also wanted to ask you, and I don't know if you paid close enough attention to this, did you look at the plunger shot and how that works, and did it remind you of any game? I did not look at the plunger shot, so tell me. So the plunger shot, from what I understand, has four or five uh, light bezels. And there's a sensor and an RGB light in each one of those cutouts. Mm -hmm. And I think there are four or five. As you run over them, you collect, you know, the skill shot. And I think it, if I saw it correctly, I think like one time it might be just the first one, the next time it might be all four, and whatever combination thereof. Does it remind you of any game, sort of? I looked at it and I said, wow, that's kind of like... That's kind of like Twilight Zone. Okay, I'm not real familiar with that. I said Medusa. Oh, that's true, Medusa. The Gorgons. Yep. You know, you have to time the shot. So I don't really know oh, enough yeah, of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. It but is everybody's Medusa, complaining yeah. out of the whole game. 
because it's just this they didn't have enough real estate on the top of the machine mm. they only wanted to use the bottom third for the skill shot so it's kind of compact and it's kind of been glossed over a little bit okay but i just thought it was it's interesting i mean if it's there's a sensor in that that's pretty cool yeah it is cool. however that works yep so you'll find out i'm sure you're going to see a lot of these at some point in time all right i can't wait to try one well that brings up a whole nother thing and we'll we'll end with this Ken, I was having thoughts in my head coming down here. Our first show, June of 19, was fantastic, and it's still our most listened to show. But it kind of got me back into playing new games, because I hadn't been to Allentown and or because of other commitments, fantastic. So it had been five years could be even longer than that that i had been to a show i just kind of burned out on it and stopped going and this kind of got me back into it doing the podcast and whatever think about all the games and i went back in january to a show Mm. but think about all the games that have come out that we haven't played yet haven't played turtles i haven't played avengers haven't played the new guns and roses Mm -hmm. I played Stranger Things. I haven't played Rick and Morty. Right. I played Stranger Things as well. I haven't played Rick and right, Morty. Right. I don't like... Yeah, no, no, And now when you compare, they're going to have a tough... People are going to have a tough time with that one. Is there a whole bunch of Stranger Things on, on sale right now? Are people trying to unload those? I, I see a lot more activity of games being sold, and I think people are raising money to buy this game. But that's would, just my perception. Would you say are they the, are they all newer Sterns that they're getting that they're unloading? They're trying to. No, it's across the board. Okay. I think it's if you have something that's got value or yep. something that you're mildly interested still in your collection, right. it's up for sale because you're trying to aggregate enough money to buy one of these things. Because mm-hmm. the LE is what ninety-five. Nine? I mean, yeah, that's a big number, man. Yeah. So. I've seen some... Munsters is just taking a beating. And I'm a Munsters fan from... But I, I wouldn't own the game. But those things are starting to go for like four grand. Wow. Right. Yep. People are... There's nothing you there. Do, you do the comparison. I get it. I know this isn't our audience. Right. And this has been hashed out over every other. But sure. we have to, I guess, well, at least uh, comment a little bit about it. Well, I think the commentary basically, because it reflects back from back in the day when George and I were in the arcades and you had Bally and Stern going head to head and Gottlieb and, and Williams. But pretty much it was Bally and Williams going head to head all the time. They were the two. And what they would do, this guy, this company would put out this. This company would put out this and answer to it. They always were fighting for the quarter, fighting for real estate, fighting for the space to put out in, in a mom and pop pizza shop or whatever. And so translate that to fast forward to today, same kind of thing, except now they're vying for the collector market pretty much. And what are people want? Who's going to, you know, how many units are they going to sell to the collector market and what kind of doodads they got? And the audience for the newer games is, you know, typically lots of flashlights, doodads, deep rule set, something that's not going to get boring too quick and, and that kind of thing. And so if you can do that, you're going to sell a lot and the other games aren't going to sell as much and they're going to be, you know, so that's what the... I'm not smart enough for the newer games. I want to go up, be almost mindless, tell me the top three things I need to do and I'll learn as I go. This is why I've always said that the old school games, like the ones we collect mostly, is a a short story. 
you can get in there, get out of there before work, get a quick it's game in and go. It's been ringing in my head since you said it on our show. And I start playing a game, but I tend to play, because I'm not so great a player as we demonstrated yet again today, I get to play a lot of games. So I find that more valuable than trying to get deeper and remembering, oh, do I have to start this mode? How many other five things do I have to do? It's like... I just want to do yeah. some mindless entertainment. I, I think enough during the day. I just want to like you know but turn the brain off. I don't want to play it. Oh, I'll play it. I'll play it. But I'll put money but, in them. But it's just like I I don't want a novel all the time to and because I just I can just see you know trying to get a quick game of say of Lord of the Rings or something, and it's like there ain't no real quick game unless you're not a good player. Um, that would be me. Okay. So, but otherwise you're gonna sit there in this whole you know story, and it's like, oh well. it's... The dinner bell's calling. Well, I can't leave the game now. Can you can you heat dinner up again later in about an hour when I'm done? You know, so not really. Uh, I'll play the stuff, but not really totally my cup of tea. I think I'm school. more relatable to this Guns N' Roses game because it's a concert experience. You can kind of relate to the albums and the singles and the songs. It kind of makes more sense where some of these games, I look at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's after my time. So I have... There's no connection there. Here's another thing too, at least, and that's okay. It's probably a fun game to play, but it's just there's no connection. At least with G and R, you have good music playing in the background, and you get the whole depth of their whole catalog of stuff, which is great. But again, with an old school game, you can put on whatever music you want, and it blends in nicely with whatever sounds, chimes, whatever coming out of the old school game because they blend together. It's not a Chinese opera. If you play a modern game with its own music. You're stuck with it because you can't play your own music along with it because it it's it clashes. It's not going to work out. So you got to turn your own stereo off and turn the game. The Guns and Roses is the new jukebox. It's a jukebox. It even has what a twenty-one songs. And it has a nice, powerful amplifier inside. I heard and powerful speakers. It has its well, own little and power. Supply. And the topper has a sound bar in it yeah. that supposedly increases the sound fifty or sixty percent on top of the regular sound system. So. I get it. I mean, if I'm if I'm a Guns N' Roses fan, and I'm going to just leave it at this. Yeah. If I'm a Guns N' Roses fan, this is opening up a market that they never had before. If you weren't a pinball player, and you saw that game, and you were a super Guns N' Roses fan, you're cobbling every last nickel together, because now you got a game that's the concert experience, it's got all the music that you like in it, and it's your favorite band. And you know I what? get it. I get it. And they're going to use their illusion, too. Oh boy! We're leaving. Oh God! God! Stop! 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 I can't even get close enough to shut this thing off. You're done. You're done. Night black defend the challenge. B will you? I again play. Cannot self enemy one.
drugs. Make garbage sound good!